0: Listen to WGN Radio's newest podcast, Behind the Badge, Illinois, hosted by David Hochberg. Behind the Badge, Illinois, views current events through the eyes of Illinois law enforcement leaders. Tune in. Visit WGNRadio.com slash Behind the Badge.
1: All right, Dave flyer 720 WGN. That was Conjunction Junction, probably the most iconic schoolhouse rock That ever aired during the Saturday morning cartoon blocks from 1973 to 1984. And yes... This month is the 50th anniversary of this iconic series. Schoolhouse Rock was the idea of David McCall, an advertising executive of McCaffrey and McCall Advertising Agency, who noticed his young son was struggling with learning multiplication tables. And despite being able to memorize the lyrics of many Rolling Stones songs, he still was struggling in school. So McCall hired musician Bob Doro to write a song that would teach multiplication, which became three, is the magic number, and the rest is history. Schoolhouse Rock debuted as a series in January 1973 with Multiplication Rock, a collection of animated music videos, adapting the multiplication tables to songs written by Bob Duro. Then came Grammar Rock, which included nouns, verbs, adjectives, and other parts of speech, such as conjunctions, explained in Conjunction Junction. And then later came Science Rock in 78 and 79, included a broad range of science-related topics. And that first video of the season was A Victim of Gravity, which parodied elements of the hit film Grease and featured a rare guest appearance from a pop band, which recently reunited, was the doo-wop group The Tokens, and they provided the vocals. Now, many of the creators and performers have left us Co-creator George Newell just passed away in December, but Bob Duro, who wrote and sang many of the songs we know and love, died in 2018. But I got to talk to him back in 2014, and he brought with him some great stories and great insight into this award-winning series. Here is Bob Duro of Schoolhouse Rock.
0: Hello, David. How are
1: you? Excellent. Happy Labor Day. (laughs) Good to talk to you, man.
0: It's a Labor Day. We all labor on Labor Day.
1: We do. We we absolutely do. So how did it all start? How did Schoolhouse Rock start? It came from an idea at an ad agency, correct?
0: Yes. The uh, president of that ad agency said, uh, my little boys can't memorize their times tables, so let's put it to rock music. We'll call it multiplication rock. Well, I knew he didn't know for sure what rock and roll was. And I wasn't sure I knew what it was. <laughs>
1: right at that but time, I was right
0: about writing uh, multiplication songs, and the first one I wrote got his fancy, and that was the beginning of it. How did you? use a magic number.
1: Yeah, you you got involved with that, so that was kind of the demo to sell it to uh, to some television stations, right?
0: Yes, they put a, a storyboard with it, and uh, suddenly it became a cartoon, and I was as surprised as anyone and also got very busy because every song now has to be three minutes long. And, you know, I wrote 11 songs, and they were whatever length they wanted to be.
1: (laughs) Right, in all kinds of different categories as well. Now, there's two things that stuck in my mind watching... Saturday morning cartoons. It was Schoolhouse Rock on ABC and in the news with Christopher Glenn over on CBS. And those were kind of like those were placeholders for all the shows that we were watching between those 30 and 60 minute programs. They, I think they were sponsored by General Foods at the time. What would the pro, how did the process begin to put together these songs? How did you pick subjects?
0: Well, I you know, I just sort of looked into three uh, being a magic number. And I thought It's so easy to multiply by three. Instead of doing that, I'll tell them, I'll tell the kids all the other things I know, like the triangle and uh, uh, the the trinities of all sorts, faith and hope and charity, uh, past, the present, the future. You know, things come in threes, it seems like. So uh, that's how I started it. And uh, eventually I said, now let's count by three, and now we're going to multiply backwards from three times ten. <laughs> right. I, I didn't think they'd buy it. I was so far out. I thought I was far out, but they loved it, and uh, I began, they said, write more. So I worked on all the multiplication songs before we went on television.
1: Yeah, and you know, when I, when I think about this, too, even back then, back in the 70s when, when I grew up, you know, there was obviously not a lot of educational television on a Saturday morning. There still isn't. On a Saturday morning, and this was this was really really groundbreaking.
0: I think it caught the kids' eyes and ears and fancies right away.
1: Well, the song you were talking about, three is the magic number. Let's take a listen to a little bit of that one. See, all you have to do is listen to a little bit of those; <laughs> it brings back so many so many memories. You also did, uh, and you said you you wrote oh, well over a dozen of these, and and either sang them or composed them. Another one was uh, I, I remember was lolly lolly lolly. Get your adverbs here, correct?
0: <laughs> that was funny. Yeah, I did I did three parts in that, you know, the old grandfather and the grandson and the middle generation. They were the three lollies and they uh, ran a store where you could get any adverb in the book. So come on down and look.
1: <laughs> Let's take a little listening. Out. Well, on the 50th anniversary, you're listening to my conversation with the late legendary Bob Doro, composer and performer on some of the most iconic schoolhouse rock songs. And there's more when we come back here on 720 WGN. Dave Plyer 720 WGN. Well, it's the 50th fun. anniversary of iconic educational music series Schoolhouse Rock. And I'm sharing my conversation with the late, great Bob Duro, who composed and performed some of the series' most memorable songs. I grew up, you know, watching Schoolhouse Rock, Bob, on Saturday mornings. Uh, I almost look forward to them more than the shows that aired between. Uh, but it, we just listened to this classic, I'm Just a Bill, which um, came from a series called America Rock.
0: Right. It came from America, Rock, and that was my good pal Jack Sheldon singing Conjunction Junction. He's a great musician and a wonderful singer. I was able to hire a lot of my buddies, you know, in the jazz world to uh, make the spots for Schoolhouse Rock.
1: Well, your voice is so familiar. I mean, I, I, I recognize it from the songs. I think that's what's even pretty cool. And then there was a preamble in Mother Necessity, and then 78 and 79 was Science Rock.
0: Science, my gosh, we did everything.
1: <laughs> you did. And you did, ele- to, you did. I had to
0: study electricity. Right. <laughs> before I could write electricity, electricity.
1: <laughs> I remember that one. Let's take a little, little listen to that one. There was Interplanet Janet, which is about the solar system. I mean, you really learned a lot watching the Saturday morning show.
0: We did. We learned a lot. And us guys who wrote the songs also learned a lot.
1: <laughs> I bet you did. No. We had
0: to go back to the text.
1: Sometimes. <laughs> I bet you did. I, I bet you did. And then you did a fifth follow-up series. You did Computer Rock uh, with Scooter Computer and Mr. Chips. so you could tell you are obviously getting into a whole new generation uh, in the 1980s with that. What are some of the other songs you penned?
0: Well, we also had Money Rock in the 90s. Right. We added a subject to teach kids how to manage their uh, allowance.
1: <laughs> right, that's right.
0: One of my pals wrote a terrific song called 750 Once a Week. That's my allowance. And you know, the kid discovers that if he blows it all the first weekend, uh, he won't have any money next week. So uh, he learns to sort of budget himself, you know. It's a terrific song, seven fifty once a week.
1: It's a bummer that these classics don't air on television anymore. And although they might need some updating, it's certainly more impactful than some of the other programs that air on television for kids today.
0: Yes, we sort of wish it would be back on Saturday morning television, but uh, I guess we'll have to get by with the DVD or
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly. Or whatever. Now, before I let you go, Bob, you you know, and we have to point this out: you're a jazz pianist, you're a singer, composer, songwriter, and producer, and you worked with some of the legends. What what was it like working with Miles Davis?
0: Well, that was terrific. Uh, he he just seemed to like my singing and some of my songs, so I wound up uh, recording with him. Uh, which was quite rare. He didn't have that many singers in his group. And uh, he actually recorded three of my songs, two of which I did the vocal on, and the other was an instrumental. Devil May Care, Mm -hmm. and then uh, Blue Xmas, and Nothing Like You. These are grown-up songs I've written in my life.
1: Well, you you were on Blue Note Records. I mean, that was a big deal to be on that jazz label.
0: I love that label, yeah.
1: Tell me about the new album.
0: Well, it's called Eulalia, and that's a, a composition I composed for uh, Sam Most, the great flutist, who's now long gone, but it gets played by my daughter, Erily, who's a professional in the Houston Symphony Orchestra, and uh, Eulalia's, I hardly ever do instrumentals because I love to sing. The rest of them are vocals and uh, mostly songs I wrote and are co-wrote, but I'm very proud of Eulalia, and uh, you'll You'll hear it when we get you one.
1: And that was the late, great Bob Duro, legendary musician and composer and performer on many of the most memorable songs from TV Schoolhouse Rock. And if you want to rewatch some of these classics or see some new versions of the songs, you can watch the Schoolhouse Rock 50th Anniversary Sing-Along hosted by Ryan Seacrest on Wednesday, February 1st at 7 p.m. on ABC. All right, news is next here on 720 WGN.